This week had to go down in the record books as one of the worst. It wasn't bad enough that the T-Bird had broken down. It had broken down in Texas. Cotton Creek, Texas, to be precise. Roxy thought bumfuck Texas would have been more apt. With a population that boasted just over 7,000, the likelihood of finding a job that would not only enable her to pay for a place to stay, but save enough to fix the car, was remote. Dini had scored a job at the diner where Roxy was now sitting and seemed plenty happy about it. She'd left to go check on rooms at a local boarding house. The owner of the diner had offered to put in a good word with the lady who ran the place. Apparently, there had been a huge oil strike in Cotton Creek, and people were turning their houses into bed and breakfasts or boarding houses to capitalize on all the new people flooding into town. With that many strangers in town... Roxy found the diner owner's attitude both generous and weird. All the woman knew of Deanie was what she'd been told the last hour, and Deanie could have been lying for all the woman knew. Things apparently operated different in small towns. So, you and your friend are new to town. The deep male voice from the next table had visions of something other than a job dancing in Roxy's head. Something along the lines of, sweat-slicked skin, tangled sheets, and low grunts of pleasure. She turned to see a man whose appearance matched his sexy voice. She gave him a smile before answering. Yes, we are. How long do you plan to stay? Depends. On? On how long it takes to get my car fixed. I see. Oh, excuse me. I'm Cade Beckett. Roxy Ellis. Nice to meet you. So, what did you do in Vegas, Roxy? Guess you heard Danny's conversation? I was sitting here the whole time. He gave her a smile that had a quick, lusty thought flash through her mind. Yeah, I guess you were. So, what did you do? This and that. Tall and lean, Cade had the kind of build that was way too tempting. She forced aside the erotic images that sprang to mind and lifted her near-empty soda glass to jiggle the ice cubes. Ever work in a bar? One eyebrow arched. You offering me a job, Mr. Beckett? Cade. Roxy resisted the urge to shift in her seat. The way he was looking at her made it hard to keep her mind on business. Well? she asked. Depends. On? Uh, How are you at tending bar? I've mixed a drink or two. Most of my customers fall into the beer category. She smiled in spite of herself. Then I've twisted a few caps. Waited tables? Once or twice. Dealt with rowdy fellows who've maybe had one too many on a Friday night? That prompted a laugh. Honey, I lived in Vegas. Cade chuckled. Which brings me back to my original question. What exactly did you do in Vegas? Showgirl? Dancer? Roxy laughed. No, that's Deanie's thing. And yours was? Security. That wasn't an answer Kate expected. Roxy looked more like the beauties found on a stage in Vegas. Busty, built, and with legs that made a man fantasize about what it would feel like to have them wrapped around him. Security? Yep. As in bouncer? Yes, I did that. Did most all of it but for the last few years I worked the high-stakes games as an AP. Cade knew what she meant. When there was a lot on the table, 
Most casinos had specialists watching via cameras and AP, or advantage players in the games. Most people would never recognize the advantage players. They dressed like everyone else and acted like everyone else. The only difference was they were the most lethal people in the world to play against, because their specialty was being the best at cheating. They knew all the tricks, and most of them were blacklisted from gambling. Well, I don't have much of a call for that at the honky-tonk, but I can offer you a job if you're interested. How much do you pay? You don't beat around the bush, do you, Roxy? What's the point? How much? Minimum wage plus tips. Roxy swirled the ice in her glass. How much is minimum wage for waitstaff or bartenders in Texas?